Great morning, everybody. Great morning. This is episode 73, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? I thought I, thought I was going to do the intro. You didn't ask, bro. It's all good. <laughs> How you doing? I'm just kidding. I'm well. How are you, sir? You're well. Yeah, I'm bro, doing well. What do you... I'm, I'm great, bro. I'm great, man. Just an, another week to be alive, another week to go get it. Um, yeah, man. Can't complain. Nothing, uh, nothing too crazy yet. Right. Right. Nothing, nothing you haven't already seen or taken care of, you know? For sure. For sure, man. For sure, man. What's, what's good in your neck of the woods, dude? Everything's good right now. Um, work, wife, uh, it's all good. Um, more of the same, you know, selling houses, making connections, helping people, um, working on some small business stuff. Life's good. Love it. How's the, uh, since you're Mr. Mr. Realtor, um, how's the market? Um, it's still a seller's market. It's not the seller's market that it was earlier this summer or this spring. So we felt a small slowdown, but it's still a very strong seller's market. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, you think it's going to slowly start slowing down at it like a steady rate or no, I, I think, I think we're going to continue to have low. We're going to have to continue to have inventory problems just because of labor, lumber and, and a shortage of homes. So yeah, the next five to 10 years, well, maybe even five, we'll say, um, the people I look, I talk to, um, the economists I look at for the national association of realtors kind of point towards, uh, you know, three to 5% appreciation for the next couple of years. And we'll see what happens. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right, man. Uh, should we get into this episode? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, Cooper, why don't you bring in our next guest? Hello, everybody. On today's episode of Ship Building with Cooper and Caleb, uh, today we have a social social media manager in the FM area who decided to ditch the typical nine to five grind to embark on being her own boss. Uh, through the process, she learned how important it can be to fully in tune with yourself and how following your gut will always pay off. Ladies and gentlemen, Stacy Johnson. Hello. Thank you Welcome, for having Stacey. me on. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Stacy, thanks for uh, giving us some time uh, to yeah. interview you. Uh, if you could just tell the audience a little bit more about who you are, what you do, and why you do what you do? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So yeah, my name is Stacy Johnson. I live in Fargo. Um, I grew up in Jamestown, North Dakota, which is just west of here, home of the largest buffalo in the world, maybe. I don't know. Um, And I went to school at the ever amazing University of North Dakota. I got the best education there and all of the fun stuff that goes along with it. And um, I actually got a social work degree from UND. And I was going to go be this social worker and all of those things. 
And I probably worked in the field for maybe like four to five years. And then I was like, you know what? Like I cannot do this for the rest of my life. It was heartbreaking. I worked with um, like the homeless population in those settings. So, I mean, every time like failures came up, I felt like it was a failure on my part. But when the good stuff came up, like it was so good. But I just knew like that just wasn't the path for me. So I kind of was like, well, all right, well, what am I going to do? So I decided to go back to school for marketing and I went through Asmussen. I was able to get it done in 13 months because I had that other degree, which was super nice. And then, yeah, just really tried to find a job in marketing. It took a long time because I'm like starting over and I have no experience except I have all this like professional experience, just not like marketing related. So it was really hard to find a place that would take me on. And then I did and I got a part-time job that was marketing specific and it was probably the best option for me to start in because I was able to get experience in like every area of marketing with print ads and digital ads and social media and commercials. Like they did everything and I got a lot of freedom too. And so it was a really great place to learn. And then I moved on to marketing for a real estate team in town, which was again, a really good opportunity, got a ton of experience. And then, but aside from all of that, like even like graduating that first time and kind of getting out into the workforce, I was like, I need to work for myself. Like what kind of job in social work or just any, like, how would I even do that for myself and like make my own money and be my own boss? Cause it just, you know, it kind of just sucks sometimes always being under someone and like doing all everything they want. But so I just kind of had that on the back burner. And then what did I do? Can I interrupt you for a second, Stacey? Quick question. What do you think sparked you to think or inspired you to think that you should work for yourself? I think it was just like the very, very, very beginning of just maybe getting to where I am now and then even then leading to what's coming in the future. Um, I don't know, but it's just always been like a passion of mine, like, or a want of mine, like I just need to work for myself. And so I actually did a side gig for a little bit. It was like kind of right when I started getting in to the marketing field, I did mobile spray tanning. Um, and I was so, I was like, oh, I'm going to like have my own studio and I'm going to be doing this full time. It's working for myself. And it was really great. And I got busy and everything, but then we got pregnant again and just decided like I couldn't balance it all having a full time and then that side gig and then plus three kids like it just wasn't gonna happen so I don't know I don't there's a drive has just always been there so it's just kind of must be what I'm destined to do I guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. um so okay so let me recap it a little bit quickly um social work degree from a this is gonna kill me from a very nice university <laughs> uh, decided to go back uh got a marketing degree through uh through a uh, Rasmussen. Yep. Um hey, we'll hire you, but what experience do you have? None. Awesome. Yeah. So had to go out and and uh you know make your own make your own destiny. Did some stuff for a real estate company. Um yeah. what was next? So then COVID hit and then we're all working at home. Um the kids are all at home or my husband and I are both trying to like work our full-time jobs and manage all three of them. And then I was just like sitting in a meeting, like completely unrelated and out of the blue, this idea just like pops into my head about doing social media marketing and how I could just maybe create posts for businesses 
that could be like their in-between marketing posts, like not service related and not product related, but just something to like fill their social media feed with like quotes and like the fun stuff. And I was like, oh my God, this is the best idea ever. And I was thinking of how I could make this into a business. And I kind of sat on that for a few months and really a lot of just ideas just maybe kept flowing to me and it moved into different ways of doing it, the whole social media marketing part. And then I met, no, and then in the fall, I kind of just put some stuff on my Instagram stories, like, hey, does anyone need any like social media help or like logo help? And people reached out to me or they replied. And one was a girl from high school and she's like, I just need you to do my social media. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So she was kind of like my first client and I didn't really have anything in place. But from working with her, I was able to put my processes in place and put like my pricing in place and just really how I wanted it to work. And then maybe the following weekend, I went to a retreat and I met another girl and she owns a business in town. And she was like, yeah, I just need help with my social media. And then I was, and then I discussed like, oh, like, this is kind of what I want to do. Like I have this business idea. And so she reached out to me afterwards and was like, I just need you to do my social media. Just do it. And then with her, like I was able to just like solidify what is now being social with Stacey J. And I went on my own in January 1st. And now I'm talking to you two fellas. That's that's awesome. Uh, it sounds, you know, one, one thing we love to preach on this podcast is um, just take action. Yes. And, uh, you know, just listen to your story. That's that's exactly what you did. I'm loving this story so far. Um, oh, cool. Was there so you got your first two clients. Was there like anything that happened and probably it was maybe getting the first two clients, but was there anything that happened that made you go like, okay, this was definitely the right decision doing this for, for myself. Yeah. Because once I got in contact with them and I started like putting things together, everything flowed so easily and doors were opening. And so that's kind of where like, getting in tune with myself and listening to my gut comes in where I just followed everything and allowed it to just happen. And everything worked out like just the way it needed to, but it's like, it was just kind of meant to happen. And so I just followed it. If that kind of makes sense. Early on, did you have anybody you were reaching out to or was this just, this is Stacy that like, I'll figure it out. Um, yeah. So there was like the women's business. Uh, what is it called? They're so amazing. They helped with just getting new businesses started. So I met with them just to get questions answered. Um, There's also a girl who I definitely look up to and she's like, she's had her own business, I think like eight years or something. So I kind of looked to her like, wow, like she's really doing it. What types of things can I kind of do as well that's similar to her to kind of get things going a little, a little bit, I guess. So she's definitely someone I look up to. And just kind of reaching out and asking questions to anyone and any, like anyone I could, like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? I'm sure my husband was so annoyed, but he was such a big help. So it was great. Where, where was the, the transition for you um, going to UND and then, you know, switching or, or going to UND for what you did and then wanting to go over to something else? Like, where was the the switch 
where was the switch? It was probably so like year four, maybe of working in the social work field is when I was just getting super burnt out and was like, I need to do something different. And it took a while of like research to figuring it out, like what kind of action I wanted to take. And so that was probably like 2014, 15 or so. Okay, cool. Let's, let's talk about uh, this, this whole ticking action. I, I, I love, <laughs> I just love how uh, you had a thought, you know, you thought of, about it for a couple of months um, and then you just jumped in. Yeah. Um, can, can, like, let's talk about that a little bit, you know, like for you, what made it, you know, easy, not so easy to, okay, I'm sitting at home on a computer. I have this thought to host for businesses. I'm going to think about it for a little bit. Okay. Now I'm going to, I'm going to pull the trigger. Like what makes Stacy different in pulling the trigger you know, where like somebody else might have never have even done it. Well, like the very beginning of getting that first idea up until like October, it was just like me thinking and trying to kind of come up with a plan where it was after my one friend had reached out to me, plus this other business owner, I was able to really get things into place. So I had a solid plan. And I think that made a huge difference for me, even being able to like put my notice in or even to be excited to move forward like I had all of these things in place and everything happened really fast like once I decided and like once every all my ideas got in place and processes like it was just like game on like I could no longer work in just a regular job but it was really just having everything in place and the passion to go behind it like everything felt so good and it felt so right and had I not and then even my husband and I like we discussed like okay if you do this like you have everything in place you're ready to go but like, we're still going to prepare. Like you might not make any money those first like two, three months. So we're just going to like chill out a little bit, even though like I knew that wasn't going to be the case. Like I was led to this decision and this business idea for a reason. Like I was led to all of this and everything felt so good. Like it's going to be successful. I just like knew it. So I wasn't like super scared to like pull the trigger and go. I was more scared of like telling my boss that I was doing this than actually like doing it. That's, that's kind of what I'm curious about next is what point did you build up your business? If any, to where you felt comfortable to talk to your boss and then how did that conversation go? So I had the two under my belt and they, um, and that's all I had. And like I had said from them, I was able to build like my pricing and like how I wanted things to flow and how I would get new clients and all of that. So I had all that in place. And so I was, I just, I literally just like made the decision, like, we just got to do it. Like I can't take on three, four more people and still work this full-time job. So I have to like, let it go. And so I called him and I cried a little bit and, (laughs) but you know, it was great because they were very happy as well. Like they to and so it was like a really good conversation and I still meet up with people from my old job as well so it's I don't think any bridges were burned by any means but that's still hard like leaving jobs and just like like putting people out and stuff 
of course. I mean, change change is always difficult. But what do you? How do you correlate your willingness to you know deal with the change, deal with the friction of moving? Like, what were the motive? What what's your motivation? I don't think that's a question we've asked you yet. To where like, nope, I'm going to start this business. Nope, I'm going to go be my own boss. Why? So I really through all of it, like the main thing was like, how do I live a life that I feel passionate about and that I feel like I'm giving value to people and one that like I enjoy, like when you're working nine to five or eight to five or whatever, like you, that, that's a, the constant, Oh, can I have this day off to go be with my family or to go watch my son's baseball game or stuff like that? Like I wanted the freedom to, just live my life, but still like make money. And that's been a huge driver. And then a big plus to all of that is like, if I can help other businesses, like be successful doing something I enjoy, like that's pretty amazing. And I just, I love that I can make money doing something that I really, really enjoy. What's your, what's your, and this is, let me know if this is too personal, but what, what's your money goal? Like what's, what, what's, what's you and your husband's plan? Oh, what's my money goal? Is that what you asked? It is. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay. So this is, I mean, I'm, I'm reaching high, but I am determined to make a hundred K a year. Um, but, and it's okay that I don't know yet how I'm going to do that, but I know that I'll get there. So right now, again, I'm just kind of waiting for that idea to plop in my head again. And then I know I'll get there, but I'll, I I love that. <clears throat> I, I love the big goal. And sometimes you just got to write it down or, or just have the idea and then, you know, just keep, keep doing what you're doing. Um, you know, I feel like people don't even write the goal down cause it's so big. It's like, Nope, I'm not doing it. I don't even know how I'm going to get there. Uh, but again, Stacey, you're a perfect example of, I'm just going to write it down and work on the details later, you exactly. know, yeah, I got I got the vehicle right now that I know is going to get me there. In this vehicle, I'm going to figure out how how to get there. So that's that's awesome. Yeah, and I think so many people feel like, oh, like I don't deserve that. Like, how could I even ask for that amount of money? And it's like, who cares? Like, why don't you? Like, or why can't you? Like, you're in charge of your life. You ha- you can make any decision and do anything you want with your life. Like, why not make the amount of money that you want? You have everything in your toolbox to like do all that. Exactly. It's a matter of finding it all. You just got to exactly. figure it out. Yeah. And I mean, you know, me and Caleb, <clears throat> you know, we talk about this all the time, you know, like there's, there's so much money on this planet. You right. Know, no matter what your number is, like nobody's going to know. <laughs> you know, it's not like the, there's going to be a big shortage in the world because you know, Stacy got her is getting her hundred K a year or something, you know, so I feel the exact same way. And with clients too, like there's so many clients out there, like you have the opportunity to work with so many people. So why would you ever compete with people or like, like competition can kind of come into play that way too. There's enough people and there's enough money for everybody. Exactly. And I'm hearing the, the abundance mindset. I don't know if you read that. (gasps) Oh yes. No. Um, is that a book? Well, it, it's, I mean, a couple of people, I mean, it's, it's kind of a common thought, you know, like that mindset, the abundance mindset is, you know, everybody can help 
everybody and, and, and there's still enough to go around, you know, where I feel like today people are like, nope, I'm not going to help this person. I'm not going to help that person because it's going to take away from my pot. Yes. Know? But again, how you're saying it is like, hey, competition is great. You know, we yeah. can help each other and rise each other up. You know, there's still enough to go around. So exactly. And it's such a like you some people might think of it as competition where I look at it as like, oh, I might make a new friend. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's talk, like, let's share ideas or like, let's just have coffee and chat about whatever. But yeah, definitely the abundance mindset. And a lot of people can be like, well, I'm going to help myself first and get myself all set up. But then I can help you where like help in the moment, like you're there, be a good person or just help yeah now you said you started beginning of this year yep january 4th i believe cool cool so like what 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 have been some lessons that you've you learned thus far thus far so to i definitely need to get like a sales pitch down (laughs) you know like when i'm working with new clients like they don't know me they don't know all the details of my packages like I need to have a very, like, you just need to have a good spiel set up and always be consistent with that. So that's definitely something I'm working on. And then like big time management, you know, that part hasn't been too hard for me, but it's just something I'm always aware of. Like, don't be putzing around all day, like get your work done and then get a good chunk so that you can putz around tomorrow. (laughs) Um, And what else have I learned? I think I've learned too that just like just to kind of go with things like people are always going to want the best for you and that even though you're always thinking you might be doing a bad job like chances are that's all just chatter in your head and you just need to kind of get that out of there and focus on good positive thoughts and know that people want you to succeed and they want to see you succeed. Well, and the people that don't, I mean, Screw who cares, right? Yeah, who cares, exactly. right? And I love that I've been able to take that mindset on of like, you know what? Some people might like you and some don't. And like, who cares? Like, do you really need to spend your energy trying to make someone like you? Like, you could go do so many other better things. Like, who cares? Stacey, Ugh, where have you been going to become a better version of you? You know, is it a book? Is it a gym? Is it a group? Um, so I have been listening to this podcast. My friend Brooke introduced it to me and it's been like a huge life changer. It's um, Jim Fortin, Transform Your Life from the Inside Out. If you want to write that down. Um, but... Already written down. Okay, good. <laughs> yes, everyone listening, just go listen to it. It's just life changing, especially if you're an entrepreneur in the business um, or even into like like self-improvement. If you want to be healthier or anything you want, it's just it teaches you that you, again, can have anything that you want in life and that your mind plays such a huge part of it. Um, I don't know, man. It's just I try to explain it to people and I always am at a loss for words. Just know that it's really good. <laughs> what has, <clears throat> what's been your, like the scariest or, you know, during your journey, what's, what's been the scariest thing you had, you've had to deal with? I think the scariest thing is 
like maybe a client dropping off, like just not continuing for the next month. And then it's like, oh no, like there's a gap in payment that I might be getting next month. Um, so that's been kind of scary, but then also like combating that with, okay, that person dropped off. That just opens up more space for someone else to come in. And someone has always like filled the space. So it's just, again, just kind of trying to combat like those intruding thoughts with something better. Um, what else has been kind of scary? Honestly, like, I don't mean to like sound like this is, I don't know, like, I'm, I don't know where I'm trying to go with that, but it's been like really good and like easy for the most part. So there haven't been yet very many like scary moments, probably just like clients dropping off. Yeah. And I, I feel like social, social media or, or marketing like digitally is, is definitely a need right now. Um, and yeah. I, I, with all the new technology, all the new apps, um, companies are always going to try and want to push their content. Um, and they're going to need people like, like you, Stacy, to help with that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And people, I think they don't realize all that goes into it to like really make your account pop. Like you need to be consistent with your posts and that's something I can provide. And then also like when everything's taken care of, like you have all this free time to just like focus on other areas of your business. So I love that. I can help people in that way. And oh, I had another thought, but it left me. But yeah. What, um, so what, what's still, what, what motivates uh, Stacy? What like gets her out of bed every day? I think um, I'm still excited that I'm working for myself. So that's still like a huge motivator, but I love like, <clears throat> going on to my clients' accounts and like seeing their engagement increase and seeing their reach increase and just um, like coming up with like new and fun ideas for their posts. Like that part's just like super exciting. And I'm finding like, as I'm doing it more often, like it comes to me easier. So I think just like being able to make a difference in their business is a huge motivator. And then the money too, you know, that part's always motivating. (laughs) Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Let's talk a little bit about uh, mindset. Um, You know, early on or when you were thinking about, you know, doing this for yourself, um, was was there any, like, mindset that you had to fix or tweak before you made the, the jump? I don't know if there was, I guess one, I'm still working on it. I'll constantly be working on it. It's just like that imposter syndrome feeling of like, what makes you think like you can do this Mm. type Mm. of feeling where I just need to stop for a second and just think like, I'm doing a good job. There's always going to be people who are better than me and I can look to them for inspiration, but that doesn't mean that I can't be doing this and that like, what I'm providing is not going to be for everyone. Like, and it's of course going to be awkward when you're meeting with someone and you realize, you know what, like these services just aren't going to fit. Or maybe you are working with them for like a month or two and you're like, you know what, like, I don't think this is the best fit. Like, obviously that's awkward, but I think just always reassuring myself that like you can do this type of thing. That's been the biggest. I find it so like, 
that's great. And I, and I find it so funny because it's like literally it's your own mind telling yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. The like, come on, mind. We're supposed to be on the same team here. <laughs> it, you know, it's never so, it's, you like you never hear it from somebody else. Like you always hear it from yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and I just it's yeah, I find it interesting. interesting. Yeah. But then how amazing it can be, too, once you start combating it with, like, those that better self-talk and then just really feeling it and kind of practicing that every day and how big of a change that can make just in your confidence or just, like, how you feel about yourself. So I've noticed that, too, and that's been pretty awesome. That's awesome. Do you, do you have any uh, – you know, you talked about the, the money goal. Um, do you have any other – goals for your business or you know anything for your lifestyle that your business will will help you uh achieve um so business wise and I've been asked this a couple times like oh like do you want to start like hiring people under you and all that stuff and my answer is always like no (laughs) like I don't want (laughs) to work with anybody like I don't I don't know I don't want to like dictate and be like hey go do this work for me that I can do but I'm wanting you to do it that's definitely not a goal um, and I know like, wouldn't that be fun if I was doing this? Cause I wanted to like travel all over and I could just do this all over, but that's not really the case either. Cause we got three little kids, but I want to get it to a place where I'm creating some sort of like product that can I, that I can just like sell online that can just kind of do the work for me almost. And I can wake up in the morning and be like, Oh, awesome. She had a ton of sales last night. So that's like the ultimate goal. Just to keep winning, right? Cool. Keep winning, yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, can we, do you read any books, Stacy, or any, you know, you do the podcast, do you do any books or audio books or anything? I need to do audio books because I'll read regular books and I'll read two pages and then I'll fall asleep. And so I read, so it takes me like six months to a year and then I'm reading like two or three books at the same time. So I, I suck at books. I like to do podcasts and then I can like listen to them while I'm getting ready or doing all that stuff. But, and I haven't really read a lot of like businessy type books. The one I'm reading right now is how to not lose your S H I T when dealing with your kids or something. I don't know. It's just, yeah. So that's it. It's like a funny book, but it's just like a good fun, like parenting book. Oh, I always, so I always look at raising a family as running another business. Kind of, yeah. If you ask me, you know, so no, that's cool. That's cool. Um, er Earlier in the episode, you talked about, um, you know, one of the things you're working on is, you know, having a routine or being consistent um, with your routine. Um, I guess one question I've never asked on this podcast is, you know, going from a nine to five, you have that structure, you know, what you're supposed to be doing through the day. You know, you got tasks that someone's dictating to you. What has that been like now? Basically, you having to be that person to yourself, like, no, I got to stay on task. Yeah. Well, I think like the pandemic like, really like helped me get used to working at home um, because I still I'll get up, I'll shower, I'll get ready, I'll make up clothes or whatever so I still have that consistency and I'm still doing the like eight to four or whatever so I keep that all the same and then really like I know it needs to be that needs to get done 
And I know that if I go past a certain date with getting everyone their posts, like that, like it causes way too much stress on me. So like, I don't do that, but just keeping that like same consistency of like, all right, getting up at the same time, like being ready every day and just having like, you know, just like looking like you're working. And because too, like I do, well, I should be better, but I try to get on like my Insta stories and stuff to like show my face so that I'm building that trust with my audience. And I would like to have some makeup on and not just, oh, two day old hair and jammies and stuff. I want to look Been there. So professional. Been yeah. there. So I really like if the pandemic wouldn't have gone on, I wouldn't know how to work at home and how to stay like connected to my computer or stay like on task. So that was like a huge, so that helped a lot or a good thing that came out of it business wise, I guess. Was there, was there anything else that came out of the pandemic for you that was good? Well, all of my ideas that popped into my head. So that was great. Yeah. I know. I feel like such a jerk saying it sometimes, but I'm like, had that not hit, like, would I have even thought about all this stuff? Like, would my drive have been that much more? Like I was working at home. I hope my old bosses don't listen to this, but you know, like that gave me time to like think of ideas and think of, you know, like think of my own stuff and stuff like while I was working, (laughs) but, um, yeah, so a lot of good things came from the pandemic, and I feel bad for saying that, but business-wise, it, like, worked out very well for me, and I'm very I'm very appreciative and full of gratitude for that. No, don't, don't, <laughs> don't feel bad. You know, I know, we've had plenty of guests on here, you know, and, uh, you know, we don't, Caleb and I don't wish anything bad mm-hmm. on anybody, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, but it, it depends on how you look at it. Yeah. You know, there was, you know, I say there was a lot of good and there was a lot of bad, you know, it just depends on how you look at it. And, you know, you're definitely an, a testament to this is that there was some good that came out of the pandemic. You know, a, a lot of companies had to do a lot of things differently. And some of those things they're still doing, you yeah. know, so and, I, and Caleb and I say it all the time is the pandemic forced people to grow like mentally, spiritually, like every aspect of your life. I think uh, so. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. It just changed everybody. To, to grow. So it's just, it's just your perspective on it. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. And forced Stay everyone tuned. to grow for the better, I believe. And, you know, it was nice kind of getting some of that family time and just kind of slowing down for a bit and just focusing on ourselves. Well, that, that's, I'm, that's a hundred, I a hundred percent agree with that. Um, and since you had all this downtime, did you have any introspective moments where, like, especially as you're building your business, like, this is what I'm good at, this is what I'm bad, did you figure out your strengths and weaknesses at all? Yeah, definitely. So, it can't, like, so social media posts and such, a lot of times people will confuse that with, like, social media ads or boosted posts and all that stuff. And I knew, like, that definitely wasn't my strong point. So I didn't even like touch that. And it was really nice because social media is so just simple and to the point where it's like, nope, I'm just doing posts. And then if I'm managing their social media, like I'm just being active on their behalf. So it was very easy to just kind of put or just to know that I was strong at that and to kind of just keep it simple like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. 
Um, do you have any? So, so two questions. Um, what advice would you give your eighteen-year-old self? Oh, my poor eighteen-year-old self. Oh, <laughs> Stacy, back then. <clears throat> other, <sighs> other than go to NDSU. No, oh, that's step well, one. See, <laughs> at this time, yep, I would have just been starting UND, so yep, been the time of my life. You guys, I'm even sitting. We put a kitchenette or like a little wet bar down in our basement, and we did it UND like themed. Well, <laughs> so see you next week, everybody. I know. <laughs> so I'm just staring at like all this UND stuff. So it's kind of great. Anyways, okay, so my 18 year old self, oh, I would just like give her just this huge hug and just kind of like tell her to think outside the box a little bit. I went into social work because I took a quiz at like the career center and that's what it told me to do. Like I didn't take the time to really focus on like, what am I good at? What do I have interest in? What do I see myself doing long-term? Like I didn't do any of that. And in a way too, it's like, I'm not going to really push my kids to do college right away. if like, they're not completely digging it. Like, it's a thousand percent okay to like wait and to figure out exactly what you want to do in life. So it's really just like telling her to slow down and think about herself or go inward a little bit, but she wouldn't know what that means. So it would be good. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. That's awesome. And then I like what, what piece of advice would you give our followers, you know, someone like you, that just jumped into entrepreneurship, you know, working mm-hmm. nine to five, you know, what, what advice would you give our listeners that are on the bubble or thinking about, you know, making the leap? Yeah. I mean, so I say this just cause I want to encourage them. And I know that there's like insurance to think about and all of that other stuff. But like, if you have everything set up, if you have your business idea, you know how you're going to do things, like, why not just do it? Like, you're going to, like, in a year from now, you'll look back at yourself and be like, I'm so glad I just took the leap. Like, if you have good feelings about it, and you know, like, in your stomach and in your heart, like, yep, this is definitely my path. And like, just go for it and just be along for the ride for whatever comes at you because you can handle it can handle all those hard things it's not the end of the world and you know what if you fail that happens just you can get another job like it's not the end of the world Stacey we have a little bit more of your time um for any of our people listening um where can they learn more about you and your business so they can find me on Facebook and Instagram at being social with Stacey J so come and hang out with me comment and do all the fun things i'll comment back and talk to you all day long um my website is being com, and on there you can learn a little bit about me my product or not my products well i do have some digital products on there just social media template um but then it just talks about like the services that i do so it's social media management for small businesses or any type of business and then just post creation for businesses and that's just exactly how it sounds. It's just me creating the posts. And then either I will schedule them for you or I hand them off to you. And then you schedule them whenever you want. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Stacy, uh, thank you for this. Um, really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, this was great. 
Yeah, this was so fun. Thank you, guys. Caleb, I turned you guys into UND fans, didn't I? Uh, um, <laughs> Silence. You almost had a client, Stacy. Just oh, come it, just... on. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Stacy. Thank you for your time. Yes, thank you, Stacy. This is awesome to talk with you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Another, Another great episode, Coop. Great episode. Yeah, I, I I set you up for that one. I was like, I'm just gonna wait and see how long it takes him to come in. <laughs> oh, and man. I was waiting to interrupt you that whole time. Oh. <laughs> Stacy Johnson. You know, anytime anytime we can get someone um that takes the leap like that, awesome. That's like the first successful person from UND I've ever met. Oh my bro, we're about to lose so many. We probably won't lose anyone, Coop. They don't <laughs> they don't listen to podcasts up there. Um I'm gonna, my takeaway is I don't know if we've had a more positive action taker ever on the podcast before. Oh yeah. That's true. That's true. I mean, you listen to how she even Man, I I don't I'm trying to see, how should I say this? I didn't really sense a whole lot of fear, you know. It, again, like none. It it, it kind of you know she do it with her husband, and uh, <clears throat> you know she she felt good about her plan, and she just had so much confidence that it was going to work, like so much confidence in herself and like what she was doing that it just kind of kills the the fear, you know. Um. So yeah, you're right. You're right on the the most positive action taker is that what you said yeah that's how i worded it got it got it um anything else um book club make sure you're checking out the book club that's it (laughs) i dropped a couple references in there for you coop what do you mean you dropped a couple references in there for me in the podcast you know is she i mean her uh, w- be having success and or winning in general, just a big part of Stacy's motivation. I mean, you do know when this podcast comes. I out, do, but make sure that you are following along with the Shipbuilders Book Club. Cooper, uh, this this month we're going to do Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. I think that's the book for. Mm-hmm. And if you had just read Winning with us, this would have been a great episode to listen I- to. I love, I, I love how you saved it, bro. I loved how you saved it. Well, it, it didn't need to be saved until uh, <laughs> somebody fumbled it. I, I guess I'll jump nothing. on the ball. I, I get it. You, I mean, you do, you want me to tell them, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're reading winning, but when this podcast comes no, out. No, we just read it, Coop. Anyways, are you, are you done with your takeaways? Yeah. What, what else do you have, man? Like, I got to get to work, Coop. It's it's early in the morning. What else you got? Are you done? Yep. Okay. Um, so two things. Uh again, I I'm sure you guys heard her her big money goal, six figures, and I loved how she said she wrote it down, <clears throat> but she's not gonna like get into the mechanics of how to get there. 
And sometimes you just got to write it down and just figure out the rest later. Um, and so I thought that was so powerful because I'm a big believer in, in those big goals and writing them down and not getting so hung up on the mechanics. Like, how am I going to get this? Oh, my God, this is so big. Like, you already start overwhelming yourself. But, hey, you just put the target down, right? And you just don't worry about it. Just do what you're doing and just figure it out as you go. You'll get there, right? Um, so, I, I, me personally, I, I really resonated with that. Um, I mean, obviously, take action. You know, sometimes you just got to take the jump and just do it. You know, um, so I love that. And my third thing, 3.5, and I'm going to tie two things in here. Um, abundance mindset. I love that. You know, not not being the person that doesn't want to help or doesn't want to do this because you feel like it's going to take away from you. But like, hey, we all can rise together. We all can be friends. We all can go after our same goal. And it's not going to affect and we're not going to affect each other. Uh, so I thought that was cool. Um, and then the pandemic again, you know, it's all, it's all perspective. You know, it just depends how you, how you want to look at it. You know, when we on this podcast try to look at the positive side, right? I mean, cause I mean, negativity is always going to be there. I mean, you don't gotta, you don't gotta do much to be negative. That's how I feel. Um, but it takes a lot to be positive. So, uh, she took, she's, you know, her business idea came from the pandemic she kept her her structure in the pandemic. So, like, you know, a lot of great things came out of the pandemic for her. Um, and I feel like if you look in your life, there's a lot of great things that the pandemic has helped you with as well. I always say turn off the news. I'm going well, on pandemic. A, I'm going I'm going on a big rant right now. I'm sorry, Caleb. I really went on a big rant today. I are you finished? Because, like, I'm, that was way too long. Just so you guys know, like, our book reviews now are going to be cut in half because <laughs> Caleb and my wife told me, Coop, you go way too in depth. I was like, all right. We should put a, we should put a poll out. <laughs> Speaking of polls, Coop, did you uh, – No. Nope. a little basketball post. Hey. Come on, man. It's all good. You know, I, defense wins championships. Come I, on, now. I put, I put that, I put that post up. Like someone's gonna respond. Lo and behold, my own business partner. I'm, who, I'm, I'm who, going through life knowing I have more important things to do, and I stick, said, "Hold stick, up, stick, stick to football." Hold up, Coop. Come on, now. I was like, "It's all good." All, all I'm saying is, Shaq is the only one on that list that the team he left still won a championship. I think maybe the Heat, except for the Heat. But I think D-Wade won without him. Who I did think. he have? What do you mean? D-Wade did not win on his own. Who did he have later? Oh, when yeah, he won that's, that's I was trying to – but on that specific list, though. That, no, no. That, no. So the next time D-Wade won, he had LeBron. The – all I'm, but all I'm saying is, if you look on that list, uh-huh. everybody has won without Shaq. That's all I'm saying. That's that was my whole argument. 
But but, but Shaq me, was the Finals MVP on his teams. Don't at me, but I'm just bro. I'm just looking at the list that they had. That's all I'm looking at. Is who 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 is Durant one with? Was he on the list? Yeah, dude. I'm not. I'm not worrying about. Who, I'm worrying about who who was more of a liability. How many people do you Steph know? Steph Curry have, and Kevin Durant have the hack a shack. That is a thing. In the last yeah. few minutes, I can't be having the hack a shack going on. <laughs> I can't. Coop, Coop, you weren't watching basketball in that I era. Can't. You just have to be careful about what you post, bro. Like, bro, I, I don't care. I I, I, I put that. I up. know, buddy. I see, know, buddy. It's okay. See, seeing seeing who was gonna respond. And it's sure okay, enough, buddy. I know. Sure it's enough. okay. It's sure. okay, buddy. My business partner out of everything. It's, it's okay, buddy. We. It's all right. It's all right, man. Like I said, Shaq's getting benched. Don't at me. Anything else? It's all right, man. Whatever you. Any anything else? Whatever you need from me, I got you. Anything I got your back. Else, bro. I got your back. Is that it? I got your back. All right, everybody. Everyone have <laughs> a great day. And don't hack a shack. See you next week. Don't hack a shack. See you next week.